This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the Money Porn Pod, the podcast for your money, your porns, and your pods. And, of course, I'm always joined by my lovely, evil, nifty, shifty twin brother, El Jefe the Chef, hey, Jeff Rosenberg. This train's about to go off the rails. Choo-choo. And you know her best as Dame Von Dutch. She's out of Merida Nikolic. Hey, I'm walking here. We got a very special 420 episode featuring Seth Rogen and James Franco. <laughs> very cool. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Uh, we're doing it big on the Money Porn Pod this year. So everyone light up, sit back, relax, and freak out. You know it's that? the freak out hour. With, yeah. Oh, do we have like a bad connection here again? We're traveling again, so maybe the... There's a lag or something. Yeah, involved. yeah, sisterhood of the traveling Twinovation fans. That's cool. Um, Dylan, if we could put a little bubbler in there, like. <laughs> you know, a, bubbler on her. a girl that I went to high school with, uh, who actually, she we had a mutual friend, and one time this mutual friend said, Oh, yeah, like, you know, this girl, like, um, said that you're you're like cool or something. <laughs> like she's, but so anyway, this girl and I ne- are not friends. She might have gave me a compliment at one point or another, but maybe not. Regardless, she's now James Franco's girlfriend for several years. Really? So you can Google her. Yeah, she, her, Isabel. She, yeah, she went to my high school, and she's been dating him for since like 2017. And I, every time I see it in the Daily Mail, I'm like. There she is. Was this a public school you went to or a private school? It's a public school, public but school? it was a it's a good public school. Yeah. Public um, school, yeah. Diddy's son you had some, also you had went some there. other famous people, yeah. Diddy's son. Yes, Diddy's son, Darnell from Super Sweet 16. Um, was Diddy's son the prom king? All of these people were younger. All three people that I'm talking about were like in the grade or two below me. Um, but dating yourself, (laughs) David, what that's ew stuff. Um, yeah, Dylan, cut that out. It's not really (laughs) what we're going for on the money porn pod. Well, maybe it is actually, yeah, but anyway, yeah, so I, um, that's my little, uh, you know, six degrees of uh, James Franco. Um, mm-hmm. And I do remember uh, when this first came out, you thought it was a PR stunt, and here we are six years later, and they're still dating. What do you have to say about that? I just, wow. you know, I just, she's much younger, uh, obviously, and I mean, she's... Jailbait. Oh, oh, yeah. She's going to start oh, grooming him early, Franco style. She's super, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, she's super I think hot. It, isn't it why he started at school? Um, well, yeah, I mean, he's like said really nice things about her, though. Like, I think he's like really serious about her. The only reason I thought it was like some kind of weird situation at first is because number one, it seemed like it came out of nowhere. Number two, yeah, like they started dating right around when all of those accusations happened. Um, 
but you know she's still like friends with people from our town like so like i see like you know mutual i am not friends with this girl i'm not trying to act like i am i just know people who know you think she'd be on the cast no she does not she may have as i said you know we can't forget she may have to our our mutual friend perhaps given me a compliment at one point we are friends on fb um not ig what's the compliment that she perhaps gave you um i don't she said that i was pretty but i you know it's like uh, or maybe you don't know if it was a dream or reality it wasn't a dream because i remember that's uh i remember talking about it because that's how we ended up friends on social media like she friended me and then i said to our mutual friend like oh like so and so and then she said oh yeah she said like oh that you're cute or something i don't know but it was this was in like 2000 it's it's one degree away you got you got it through a friend that she said you were pretty slash cool possibly pretty cool (laughs) yeah exactly that's but this was in like 2007 and i always said it was through a friend i've never interacted with this girl but we are friends on facebook and she is it's very yes that is a that is a valid link uh in this day and age and um yeah but i truly do not know her at all um but she's a really she's like she's like really pretty you should look her up her name her name is isabel poxod poxod maybe we'll make her the thumbnail of our new funny porn pod (laughs) get a cease and desist from franco himself love that dude love that love i'd love to have a chat with his team you know you know and we all have these celebrity stories i of course many people might not know that i had a conversation with paul mccartney many years ago this is true this is true i don't know i don't know if i've ever told this story but paulie and i had a little run-in with one another outside the bathroom at an snl after after party he uh uh, I think right that was just the, the after, not the after after, but go on. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. Uh fair enough. Chris Rock was there too, if my memory. Sixty seven year right. old guy probably isn't out till five AM. <laughs> for sure, Jeff, for sure. Good point. Uh but uh, you know, I shook his hand, then he did the double clasp. Wow. Okay, he hugged my hand. A Love true charismatic move. Only a gentleman would do that. No, I do I actually do the double clasp. I don't. No, I, you I don't, doubt Jeff. it. No, I you don't. Do not. No, I do. I do. No, you don't. No, I you do. don't. If you do, do, it's only because you're trying to distract them from the fact that you're like pickpocketing them with your foot or something. Like, <laughs> Very good on them. Very good. You're trying to hold yeah. both of their hands while your partner Oliver twists them. Um. <laughs> ah, got him. Yeah. So Polly and me were just shooting the shit, you know, not talking about this, not talking about that. We didn't want. We didn't really want to make it about show business. It was just sort of about about being humans in this crazy thing we call life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then after the conversation, he walked away, maybe ten feet, turned back, and winked at me. Yeah. Well, the wink wow. is the world. Yeah. We're all, we're all a little questionable about the no, wink. No, the wink happened, and that's actually I, why I tell a lot of people that he was trying to have sex with no, me. No, David, I feel like you added this wink. You, like, imagined no, it. No, I didn't add the wink. I did not add the wink. I would not be... I, I don't know why you think that, but he looked at me <laughs> he and probably, He probably turned around, and, and his left eye, it was just in, in, the, in the trail of your breath, and his eye just uh, had to squint. Actually, actually, we have a very... <laughs> Very fun update. Uh, 
I got my cavity filled, which was uh, my, oh, my, yes. my... yes. And uh, my breath no longer stinks. His breath Anna is, has said. improved dr really? drastically. Yes. Wow. He plugged up the hole into the abyss. Huge, um, if true. And, yeah, so it's really... It's and a so huge if improvement. The nation wants to, if the nation wants to donate some money, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, to pay for that, you know, minor surgery I had, uh, we're always looking for money. What? Um, of course, there's there's many ways to give us money. Of oh, yes, course, David, the, appreciate that. The, yeah, go on the, here. The, the cringe myth list uh, <laughs> yes. where you can find uh, in the show notes. Uh, you can subscribe to our Patreon where, you know, it's just sort of a donation-based type of thing where, we, you know, we do have a backlog of content that you can listen to, watch, uh, really enjoy. And, mm -hmm. of course, uh, you can Venmo me directly, um, which is something that we're really <laughs> interested in. Uh, and, you know, that's just for being a lifelong listener. That's, you know, we're not begging for money. but You but, are, though. But we do. No, but we do appreciate when when the fans show their appreciation mm -hmm. in a way where we can really appreciate well, them. Well, why don't we know? do a show? We should do a live show. I think that's our next move. Our you, next you, move... Have all, you have all these grand ideas, Anna. Grand <laughs> ideas. Why can't we do a live well, show? Maybe we if you didn't move show. to Canada, it would be a We should do easier. a live show in Portland, Ooh. Maine. We should do a live Burn. show in Portland, Maine. And, um, you know, the whole Boston crew, the whole Boston sect of the nation uh, can travel up. You know, there's a ton of nation members from the north uh, up in Maine. We've actually run into a few of them. Yeah, um, Anna and I got recognized in Portland. Uh, we're really thrilled about that. Um, you know, we were in the middle of a huge fight outside of a bar. No, we and, weren't. Uh, Why are you saying that? <laughs> I'm just joshing. Um, you know, it's a comedy podcast at the end of the day, Anna. So it's sort of, you know, it's why sort is of that? That's not height. like a, we weren't in a huge fight, though. So why yeah. would you just randomly say that? I mean, it's not just heightening reality. Us you know, fighting it's really isn't a, like you know out of the question, but in this instance, it wasn't true. So it's just I very could see strange. you guys being on each other's throats. You know, that's kind of like oh, for really sure, for sure, for sure. But really, <laughs> not not you know. First of all, I would say not so much anymore. We've kind of calmed down in our old age a bit and Not secondly and, yeah. and <laughs> secondly i would say um you know we don't we we have fun when we go out like we've been uh kind of taking portland by storm wouldn't you say dave Auga, auga. <laughs> but yes in this instance we kind of were i think what we were doing is we were like trying to figure out where we were going to go next because like it had just you know a lot of COVID has been popping up in our lives um, lately. And so we were kind of like trying to see if we could, it was a nice, beautiful night. We were trying to see if we could find more places to go outside. We we're sitting outside, like on our phones, like trying to figure out where to go. And then all of a sudden someone was like, oh, are you Dave and Anna? And then it was a day one listener. It was very wow, cool. Wow, very yeah. cool. Um, very, and they live in cool. Portland. He had a friend with him who also live in Portland um, and they are separate from like, there's been a few other people that have messaged me that live in Portland. That's just Portland, you know, like if there's like that many people, there's even just a handful of listeners. Why don't, why don't you Portland. meet up with these people for, for drinks though? You know, yeah, build, we're going to, we said network. we're going to, yeah, we're going to. I love um, they're that. paying for them. And then they should be paying for our meals too. <laughs> oh God, David! I've mean, had that's a hot that's meal that's in weeks. <laughs> I was saying that myself, Dave. I've been eating a lot of cold, cold food. What does that uh, mean? 
uh, it means money's tight, hon. It means yeah. money's tight. Well, uh, you know, uh, you don't have any revenue streams. Like, you need to have multiple revenue streams. Like, you know, there's this I girl. I do have multiple revenue streams. No, you they don't. Just, this, this they girl. just don't pay me. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, this girl that I follow, she, her name's Erica Kohlberg or something. Is like, I follow her on Instagram. She talks all about money and, like, investing. She has 12 revenue streams. And she just says, you know, like, being good at making money, like, knowing how to make money is something that people are either good at or they're not. And it's, like, mm-hmm. something that you can know how to do. And I'm just, like, how never you, really... Where do you think we fall on that spectrum, all three of us? Um, I think I know the most. And I, think I think you're good about spending money. What are you talking oh, about? Spending you my money. You know shit about my financial habits. I have no debt, and I've worked and, and paid off for, like, a ton of my own shit. And I have a steady job now for two-plus years, steady working. That's very good. We'll do a round of applause on that. Yeah, we should, because I really struggled, as you know. You know, this is not a, this is not a, a long... Uh, you know, this was, this actually, I'll say this was a long time coming. I, I, you know, I was the olive girl. I was the, uh, you know, the kind of lost soul there for I mean, a no, bit. It's a, I think it's an American story at the end of the day. I think it's yes. a, a human story. Very much so. From rags to riches. You know, life you is know, a every, freaking everyone roller coaster. Everyone doesn't have to figure, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to know what you do, what you did by the time you're 30 under 30. You know, it, it's it's a lifetime pursuit. And as long yeah. as you can get a hot meal, maybe two or three a day. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Three hots and a cot is what we used to say <laughs> what's going on like you're like rooster from annie you're like uh, you're so happy that you finally could have this hot meal (laughs) like you're like a great depression person well well, welcome to welcome to 2022 hun welcome to de blasio's world if you had gotten your free box from factor then you would have been able to get some hot meals for And and that's the frozen food that's in the refrigerator it's not frozen. It's refrigerated. And it's, um, you know, we haven't been doing it anymore. Obviously, you know, we had to cancel because, you know, I have a, I have a, I have a, you know, tip for any of my factor, my factor gang, you know, I know you're out there listening. Um, you know, the food of factor is very good. Okay. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with the food. You just have to be careful about how much you're ordering, because I'll tell you, I made the mistake of, you know, I was ordering 10 meals a week, okay? Because mm-hmm. that's, you know, for me and Dave to be sharing. 10 hots and is pretty good for a week. 10 hot meals, exactly. Yes, that's, that's true, Jeff. Well, actually, all of our meals, except for lunch, are hot. And sometimes we even have hot lunch also. Um Ooh. So, yeah, I feel like you'd really, you'd be blown away by what's going on over at our place. Um, But, yeah, once Jeff got, I mean, uh, whatever his name is, got the, uh, he ordered eight. Then we were were getting 18 18 18 a week. Jesus Christ. So uh, we couldn't keep up. They were piling up in the fridge. We were trying to eat. You know, at one point, Dave was eating three, four factors a day. Uh, There's another thing, you know, as they pile up, you know, you start to stack them on top of each other. As, you know, older ones pile up, we forgot to check and, you know, 
make well, them chronological. First in, first out. That's exactly. So we realized FIFO. after a couple of weeks that we had some really old ones in there. Then Dave didn't want to throw those out, so Dave's eating the, rot the rotten ones. It yep. just kind of oh, yeah. it turned into a Lord of the Flies situation pretty quick. Um, so we're not doing Factor anymore. <laughs> but when we a get back, review. we're going to. Um, we're gonna try another one. I'm gonna try to like cook unity because because you're in you're in a, a Jersey for Easter, correct me, or for 420 maybe. Well, we came to Jersey um, for Easter, and then uh, my mother and my aunts uh, were doing a little trip to visit my cousin in South Carolina, in Charleston, actually. Um, That's and in Georgia. So no, it's not. Yeah, Dave keeps saying that she's in Savannah, and that Charleston's is not. Charleston's in Georgia. No, no it's in South, South Carolina. Carolina. Um, damn, God damn, it's close to Georgia. <laughs> so there, that's where they. And so, um, you know, they have the two dogs, and my dad's busy working, and so my mom asked if we could uh, stay a couple days and just kind of keep an eye on the dogs, and we've been happy to do it. Um, she comes back tomorrow. Um, and then apparently, I guess Dave was scheming, uh, with you, Jeff. Um, mm -hmm. that's interesting to me. Um, I'd love to. About a uh, weekend bash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, <laughs> I mean, he brought it up to me earlier today. I actually, I feel bad because I actually, I made plans for Dave <gasps> to a uh, dinner plans last week with the crew, uh, and actually didn't tell, this is part of, uh, apparently ongoing communication issues that I suffer from. Uh, you know, I kind oh. of planned this dinner out. Didn't tell Dave about it, but he was not coming into New York at the, at, you know, when I asked him day of. Uh, and and so, you know, I canceled the plans. When did that happen? This is like last Wednesday, I think. And he was, you know, like, you know, I'm not doing anything. I could have come in. It could have been fun. But I was, you know, kind of getting in my own head about that. You know, planning is difficult. Still something we're learning. I don't really understand what the story is. The story is that you were making some dinner plans with your friends and you didn't invite Dave. And you then you were stewing about whether or not you should invite him. No, I didn't. Well, I guess, no, I made plans without telling dave about the plans because you know i always there's a little bit of a i like surprising people but then he wasn't coming in uh so i canceled them i see i see so it was almost like these plans were for dave they were for dave yeah but i and didn't tell dave about him and then when he said he wasn't coming in i canceled them but he probably would have come in if i told him about said plans it really doesn't make I sense see. when you I say that for sure so you, this was last wednesday you're talking about like prior up to the weekend and stuff yeah we were not exactly exactly yeah that's when uh what's his name was in uh hamden correct no uh, yeah i don't know right dave Who's what's who's his name? You. Yeah, yeah, Dave, yeah, yeah, Dave sure. wasn't. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So I guess I guess if we're gonna do it, you smell that? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's uh I guess that would be yours against me, Dave, because I feel like I really let you down on that. Yeah, you botched it big time. Hopefully, we can make it up this Friday with an extravaganza. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, what's your, like, are you paying, like, a shit ton of money for weed? Do you pay, like, 50 for an eighth? 
Uh, we had a dear friend from upstate, uh, Tyler Benamutz, uh, gift us kind of that that gallon mason jar of kind of d- the dad grass that he grew himself there in the garden. Nice. So you have that. Yeah, we have that. And then we, because our last batch that we bought was uh, what we call stupid weed. We'd smoke it and we would just, we wouldn't be able to talk or do anything uh and it just made us true dumbasses so so we're not really taking on that stick anymore oh so wait so the so how am i gonna get like do you have weed for me if we come there basically yeah 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 i mean i don't we don't want to give you gummies like i did some years back no i will not be having any edibles no 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 i will not be having any edibles i actually will bring you an edible i have this giant fucking chiba chew i can give you Mm. um that was gifted to me actually that experience (laughs) with you um was the last edible i ever took and i will never take an edible again for as long as i live uh because of how terrifying that was that was really terrifying it's really terrifying to be like to be high when you don't to be too high and you just don't want to be and you just simply like at least when you drink you can throw up and even if you don't feel 100 percent better like that will help a lot but like the you know if you take too much edible you're just like trapped well, in a for the nightmare. freak out yeah yeah it was scary there's, there's, i think there's something to say about kind of going going into one of those and coming out i think it builds character and courage well, uh, we stop we stop taking had... risks like that when we get a little older um okay well first of all speak for yourself i just you know like i want to have a good time like i want to have fun and to me me having like an anxiety attack while i get like dizzy and i don't know i still to this day kind of like maybe it was inedible but i think there was mushrooms in it but you know you can never really know like that's why it's like just smoking like that's just like jeff's the one giving it to you yeah exactly Mm -hmm. like i really do think that they have so many animals that have mushrooms in it yeah exactly rosy dosy um yeah, so Dave, did did you have a beef? Would that be the beef? Uh, yeah, that'd be the beef. You know, I would have loved to have dinner with the boys, you know, the core four, if you will. Uh, and it would have been You made plans special. that didn't involve me? These plans didn't involve me, I would assume, Jeff? Sort of a um, lads-only thing. It's a bit of a lads-only type of noise. What are you talking about? Why do you think that's a thing? Like, do you realize that that's, like, not a thing? Well, it's just, it's a thing. Um, yeah, how would it not be a thing? Well, it's, like, not cool, I guess. Like, if you think it's cool, no like, it was cool. it's not. Yeah, no but, like, anything it's, about it being but cool. I feel like you guys do think it's cool, but I'm telling you, We want to talk lame. about how it's difficult to, you know, get it up these days. These are things that you don't want to talk yeah, about with females, Yeah, you can't talk about around. that in front of women. Well, well, I don't know why you think that, because I'm way more fun to talk to than anyone that... I don't even know who you invited, but I know that I would add to the evening. I know well, that my presence... What if I'm presence... trying to tell my boys I'm having boner problems? I don't want a, you to be there for that. Uh, yeah. What's the problem, that you have a boner all the time? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> giggity, giggity, uh, giggity. Very wish you good, had a boner good. problem um all right my mother listens to this so you know let's not get too graphic no don't even get me started <laughs> um yeah i can't Love. talk about that because we're actually currently involved in a custody battle over dave i don't know if you're aware 
Um, we're yeah, trying like to figure. I'd like to put my two cents into Dave. I think oh. he should be living with me. Yeah. Yes, I would love you. to live with you, Jeff, and I deserve a place where people are welcoming, get me those three hot meals a day, mm-hmm. and really treat me no, with I love and respect. I can't promise you that. I can't what promise you that. What are you talking that. about, Dave? I, I do, do give you hot shake meals. In the morning. I, David, no, if you don't I give like me credit for feeding you, too. I, I do. like to be sponge bath. David, I, like I literally do take cracked. care of you. The sad part is, is that I can't even like, I have like helped give you baths. Like you are like a giant baby. You uh, need to be more appreciative of me. Um, what, what is my beef going to be? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just so, ha- maybe I'm just not in a beefing mood. Maybe I'm just happy and I don't feel like beefing. Like, I guess Whoa. I hope that, I hope that you guys can like reach that level someday. Like, yeah, um, it's a nirvana that they talk about. Kind of that, oh, that I have a question for you, Jeff. I actually have it written here in my notes, my Twinovation phone note um, wow. that I must have written it last week uh, uh, based off of a comment that I remember Jake making. Um, mm-hmm. You went to Burning Man uh, I festival. Did, yes. I also know this because I found a little ticket of yours um, in my personal effects, uh, like one of my books or something, which I don't know how that got there. Sounds um, like it. sounds like a thing. And so uh, you you went to Burning Man, and I wanted to know what did you trade uh, there because that was like the you'd have to. There's, it's a giving community. Yes, I thought you would know that. You don't know the rules. It seems like that would be your whole thing. I'm surprised you don't have them like plastered in your no, home. No, I mean I had a miserable time there. Why? <laughs> I didn't realize I was the seventh wheel on, on, a, <laughs> on, on a vacation in an RV. <laughs> RV You're life is rough. Wheel. I'll tell you that. RV life is brutal. You don't want to live that type of life. I think one of the funniest TikTok videos I've seen is like, you know how people are showing their like mobile homes, like living off the grid type of shit. The guy like yeah. over pours his coffee and he, you know, he's in like one of those like sprinters that's turned into something nice. And then he's like, the morning views, you can't beat him. And he opens up the door and he's just in the Walmart superstore parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they all stay. Yeah. Um, uh, my gift, though, I think I had spam, and I was giving spam to people. You were trading spam? Yeah, because food is, you know, that's that's one of the hots you can get on the desert, and it's cheap, and it's canned <laughs> food, and, you know, there, people can do a lot of stuff with spam. Really? So that worked? What Do you remember anything you were able to successfully trade spam for? Uh, I got. I think I got some acid that I was kind of pussyfooting around and didn't take enough of it, so it hit. So I was just uh, kind of returned with nothing, sitting in the desert cold. Mm. Uh, so it was just bad for you? It was bad for me, for sure. <laughs> Did everyone else have fun that you were with? I think so. <laughs> what made it bad what what was like did you have to sleep like in a weird like what made it bad being the seventh i was wheel? actually sleeping you know rv when they have the bed above kind of the cockpit there uh-huh. yeah. uh, <laughs> but apparently you have to close all the windows and kind of tape them shut uh, so you can't really you don't want you know, uh, dust and sand to get in the RV. So I'm pretty much in what I would call a homemade sauna in the desert. (laughs) (laughs) Brutal. It must have stunk in there. (gasps) 
and the bathrooms and shower situation. How many days mm-hmm. were you guys there? I think it was a week. Oh, brutal. Wow. I would have wanted to go home so bad after like day two. At the night of day two, I would have been going to sleep in the horrible sleep. Like my back would have hurt and I would have been thinking, I would have cried myself to sleep on the second night thinking how bad I wanted to go home. Like, Never said I didn't. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I just don't do stuff like that. I never went to a music festival where you have to sleep overnight. I never really went to a music festival ever. Like when I when I was like 23, like my boyfriend at the time, like for my Christmas present, gave me two gave me two tickets to like an EDM concert. It was just like a one day. It was the tickets for him and I to go. And then he also gave me like ecstasy so we did ecstasy and went to this thing and i had the war i had again i had a bad trip i was like anxious and like sweating and i was like people were coming up to me and being like are you okay like do you want water like and i was like dying and then Mm. and, and it was just like being in a crowd having an anxiety attack for like five hours and then for like sure. going home that was my christmas i mean this present. is why probably so many people have anxiety these days is because they went they went to a festival once yeah yes, like i just yes. didn't think it was fun and i wonder if i like i should i should that's another thing it's like i just like don't like just take drugs because people want me to anymore you know like it's just like no like i'm probably most people prob- are trying to get you to stop taking drugs no, that was never my experience. My whole life, it was always, except for with weed, everybody was always forcing drugs on me, and I never really was into them. And that honestly is what pr- probably has kept me alive because if I was ever like into any of that stuff, like I would be a real like rock of love type dirt bag at this mm-hmm. point. Um, you know, me and well, me and the Lambda Kai boys actually rented an RV from Virginia and went down to Bonnaroo once upon a time. And you're freezing up on me a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm freezing up a little bit. That's just me and the boys. We went, uh, we rented an RV and uh, drove from Virginia to Tennessee to go to Bonnaroo, which is a music festival for all of our uh, abroad listeners out there. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, we probably spent $500 at the Walmart on food on our way there. We get there. You know, we're really excited uh, about to have a fun time. We go and see some shows. We come back to the RV and uh, the power isn't working. We realize we left the headlights on, not me, of course. Uh, And so all the food in the fridge rotted on the first day. (laughs) And then there was... You know, there was some other stuff I can't really get into. Bad purchases, you know, we kind of got screwed over in uh, several different ways. Um, but, you know, and all in all, a terrible experience. The, sleep, the sleeping isn't really meant for tall people in those RVs. No. Uh, you know, I'm 6'5 on a bad day. And, uh, you know, it's just... You know, it's a good, I guess it's a good memory to have. Why not have the memory? I uh, I think it's good to have bad memories because there's there's some silver lining. 
Yeah, let us know yeah. on the Reddit threads, on uh, Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. If you have any stories, we'd love to hear them. We're always interested in that engagement. Um, we're pioneers in the social media world. We're gurus, if it were. We really like to interact with people. And uh, that's that's what we do best. Uh and, you know, let's get right into it because, uh, you know, the Money Porn Pod uh, featuring Seth Rogen and James Franco isn't just about bad trips and bad festivals. It's about so much more. Uh, it's about pitching those million-dollar ideas, those inventions, those schemes, those dreams. You know them best. Uh, we got three disgustingly beautiful minds in the pig pen today. <laughs> you know them best as Baby Davey first up in the pig pen. Let's hear what he's got to say, will you? Oh, yeah. Folks, allow me to pose a question, will you? Please, Please do. do. What's the worst thing about computers? <laughs> uh, oh, when you're trying to do a podcast and one of the person's computers keeps disconnecting from the internet. Oh, that's true. But to me, uh, they can be a little too modern for my liking with these <laughs> touch screens and mm -hmm. these flat keyboards you can't really get that good feel for writing something and i for one am sick and tired of it all we need to oh, delve no. back into our past to see where the future will bring us introducing the hypewriter the first ever bluetooth typewriter you can use as your keyboard the hypewriter harkens back to a simpler time when things were more complex believe it or not the hypewriter is a writer's dream computer accessory combining your modern lcd computer screen with your traditional typewriter what more can i say the hypewriter is a sleek uh, sleek look back into time when we really felt the pulse of our fingers vibrating. So snap back and relax because we can't wait to see what you have to write on your hypewriter. Whoa. I open the keyboard to question. Wow, Dave. Worth, worth every freeze and, and, and glitch there. Well, that's a, I think it's absolutely brilliant. How about you, Anna? I also think anything that will make these dang computers work better is uh, an idea that I'm excited about. Love uh, it, love it. Dave, the clickety-clack stuff, uh, you know, that kind of, uh, I guess they call that the tactile, almost right, saying, feeling right. that button, button pushed down. And, they, they, you know, they fake it. They fake it on these computers where it has, you know, kind of when you touch your iPhone and you push it in an extra little bit. The and haptics, it has, I believe. Yeah, the haptics, it. the haptics. Uh, you know, it, I think it's inauthentic. You're bringing the world back to kind of its authenticity. And I think people will appreciate that in the long run. Uh, you know, you break a button, uh, you know, you take a screw out, you replace that button on this type of machine and Sounds like uh, you can you can spill coffee, spill water. I think you can spill all types of stuff on this bad boy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh no, you're correct, Jeff. Uh, and we're finding people are really loving sort of the duality, the dichotomy of you know your old timey typewriter uh, combined with your really modern uh, monitors, if you will. Mm -hmm. God damn, Dave! I l I actually really love this idea. Thank you, man. That means the world to me coming from a beautiful mind like yours.
Thanks, Dave. I, mean, I think we're kind of a positive duo now, you know. Uh, coming with a big idea like that, it kind of transforms the way this podcast is looking uh, the past couple of years. Um, I love what you're saying. I love what you're doing. I love the dichotomy, like you said. Uh, I think it, it's those two things that you'd love to see married, a, a yin and yang, if you will. And it's a perfect circle uh, with perfect, you know, whites and blacks included. Oh yeah, it's a it's a motley crew, of course, but it's 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 one that uh, we think makes some beautiful music uh, and music to our ears, and uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Dude, and we just want to take a moment to say we love our fans out there. We couldn't yeah. do this without you. We you mean the you world guys. to us. Uh, you know, without you, we are nothing. We truly and, and, are nothing without you. <laughs> and, you know, guys, do you know that that number? If they want to call, leave us a little message. I actually think oh. I got an email saying that number was disbanded uh, <laughs> about a week or two ago. Really? <laughs> Wait, that what about all the true? voicemails that we had saved up? Um, well, we'll look into that and we'll get back to you. <laughs> well, I think we should still say the number, though, no? No. Yeah, uh, sure. That, um, that number is one six four six nine two six ten ninety two. Look but at it that. May be disbanded. That would not be good. I'll have to check my emails too. You know how I'm bad at that type of stuff. You know, we're just like you. We're just like the listeners. We procrastinate. We don't do stuff right. Yeah, they know we that, don't do Dave. stuff on time. We're not the best looking people. We're not the smartest people. David. But we try our best. And at the end of the day, that's really all you can ask for is when we try our best. <laughs> it's very right, human. You know, you we're know, no different think- than you and I. I don't think I speak on behalf of all the listeners when I say I don't think I appreciate you calling us ugly or um, any of the other slights slights you included in there. We're one of the fuggliest podcasts on the HeadGum Network. (laughs) No, we are definitely not. Oh, speaking of fugly... Did you guys see that um, someone said that there was a someone said that there was a sneak diss of Twinovation on the HeadGum podcast? Is that true? Yes, of course, was a Reddit post where, uh, Jeff, I don't know if you saw. I did see. I did. I actually did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? So what? Was it a sneak diss or not? It was more sneaky than a diss, I would say. It was, it was, you know, I think they think of us as the the outlaws, you know, borderline disrespect us. What did she say? What did they say? I believe they were just comparing us to another podcast to the twinovation of that network. Now I'm I can't say here nor there what they're oh, referring they were, to regarding so Dave, the twinovation. You, you said that there was no diss, but there was a diss. Like they're trying to say it was like the twinovation and saying that like twinovation was bad. Well, no, that would be us inferring that it's or deducing that it's bad. It could just be, you know, uh, kind of the renegade ballers of the podcast world on another network. But, you know, I it's it well, could the be. fans have always known we're the bad boys of Heidgum. <laughs> that better be what they fucking mean, because if those nerd dweebs are <laughs> sitting over there 
making comments about us, I won't be sneaky. I'll run up on them next time we fucking see them when we're in the audience of the Head Club show. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. When, we when, we're, when we're asking them to get us fans <laughs> to let us in. Yeah, when we're, when we're trying to get into the show. Let um, us in so we can, <laughs> so so we can, can be angry you. at you. <laughs> you slay me. Yeah, baby. So that's the hype writer. I think it's real special. I think the people are going to love it. I think the Twinovation Nation is going to eat it up. And that's all I have to say about that. Good, yeah, Dave. I think it's it's kind of a fun add-on for the, the, the iPad type of people. Uh, it seems like you could connect it like the Bluetooth keyboard I think you mentioned earlier. Um God, I think it's I think it's one of the most phenomenal ideas that I've heard recently. The, again, that like that pushing down. I, I know I think I know a lot of people, a lot of writers who like to feel like you know you, you have a little F. Scott Fitzgerald in you, you know, or right, you or, know, or, harkens you know, back to that time when you're it uh, does it you're really pounding the pavement. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that word, hearkening too. That's very cool. Um, Thank you. I'm surprised this doesn't exist already. You know, that's 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 where I'm coming from. I'm surprised it doesn't exist already. Well, I was worried it did, so I didn't look it up. But, uh, well, know, I've never seen just, it, so it doesn't exist. You know, that, that the rules is the rules. Them the rules. Them the rules. Them the rules. That's what we have to follow. Huge, awesome. huge. Thank you, thank you. Next up in Anna, the pig pen. You... Love, hate, what kind of relationship we think we're having with this idea? I don't think her volume's on. It's a bad idea. I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> Stupid idea, and nobody needs it, and I don't like it. I think it'd be fun to write an email here in the clack, clack, clackety, clack, clack, clack. I bet, you know, it's almost like going into, like, a newspaper, like, the den room back in the day. Right, Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Now, maybe not so fun to hear at a, a, a coffee shop these days, but that's why you have those noise-canceling headphones. For sure, for sure, my guy. Uh, next up in the pig pen, he's all happy the chef, eh? Jeff Rosenberg. Jeff, what do you have for us? You guys, allow me if you will to pose a question. Please do. Uh, what's the worst part about an uh, an animal toy? You know, a toy that you get for your dog, your cat, your mouse, your, your mollusk, uh, what have you. I think uh, sometimes they don't last very bad. long. Stinks, yeah, smells, smells bad. bad. But yeah, it's yeah. Chewed up. chewed up, Dave. Yes, perfect answer here. That's how short they last. They get chewed up, and then you got to toss this thing away. What if I were to tell you I want to invent the Russian nesting dolls of pet toys, okay? You rip one of these bad boys open, there's a smaller toy inside Ooh, there, okay? Nice. So uh, we have these nested, uh, you know, say you start out, it's a dog toy. Say it's, it starts out as a squirrel. Once they rip that belly open, then we have a little parakeet in there okay they play with that for a couple weeks they're ripping that up uh once they rip up that parakeet uh there's a little you know uh a mollusk in there or a, a clamshell okay they rip that open there's a little pepper inside there and inside that little pepper is maybe that catnip uh maybe that toy that they've been looking for that's nestled deep inside our nesties we're calling them nesties uh it's the russian nesting doll for pet toys uh buy one and we guarantee it'll last at least five years okay that's one toy five wow. years because because this one toy comes with and we're actually we don't even tell you how many toys it comes with uh because it, you find out yourself it's almost kind of like that reveal you know that's super fun uh you know that's that's 
you can you can get you know seven deep eight deep nine deep who knows uh that's part of the unboxing experience that we're selling you with this whole thing yeah it's that's almost great, like the, the, the pets get to unbox their toys slowly exactly exactly it's almost like a rebirthing um um you know and and then you you throw out the old husk if you will it's it's kind of like a snake uh getting rid of its skin uh to that degree and you know there can be a snake toy in there we do all sorts of stuff we'll stuff anything into anything it's almost think of turducken the turducken of toys that's fantastic jeff i really wish i had questions but the idea speaks for itself um yeah I think uh, you can do big stuff with this. It's like getting five toys in one. Uh, yeah. And you almost want your dog, your cat, what have you, your gerbil to rip open this sucker just so you can witness what what's going to be the toy inside yeah. the toy. And exactly. You're now, now as the pet owner, you're not going to feel bad when that toy gets ripped open. Like I wasted money. I got to clean this up. No, because the other toy is inside. It's an Easter egg. And I think it's fun for every fucking buddy. You know, everyone's going to fucking love this goddamn thing. I think that's great. Yeah, What's yeah. the price point there? Wonderful. We're going forty nine ninety nine. Whoa, that's expensive. It, look, it is expensive, but it's, it starts out as a statement piece. It's a nice gift to unwrap because it's bigger, uh, you know, and, and you know, think of it as, as, as 10 toys in one. So you're really only paying $4.99 per toy, uh, you know, and in these pet owners, they're, they've got a very inelastic or elastic, what have you, uh, income. They're willing to just put big, yeah, put big money on you know if, if we priced it at 20 uh, we'd be missing out on 30 dollars of sales that we're going to get no matter what is is where i come ab- about it from wow fair fairly explained and uh i think it sounds like this has some real potential to be a christmas gift you know uh, for the for the family pet even it's a beautiful uh you know it's a beautiful thing and the best thing is we don't even you know say we only put two things in uh by the time you find the third toy this company's moved moved overseas uh you're not going to get your warranty back you'll never find us again <laughs> beautiful jeffrey that's the kind of mind that we like to see in the twinovation you'll, you'll never see us you'll never see us again we're a one-hit wonder, baby. We have to start doing one-hit wonders instead of get-rich-quick schemes. You're right about that. You know, I'm spending so, 40 bucks on three, you know, two or three T-shirts I see on Instagram. There's no reason why we can't sell some plush dog toys. Indeed, indeed. I guess we have to figure out how to make them. How do we make them? We need to find some yes. makers. Are there any makers out there? That's what we need. We need people to make shit for us. Well, that's the idea, guys. Uh, Send it around the horn. You know I love it, and you know Anna loves it too. You've gotten nothing from us except positive feedback, and that's because we're the positive podcast. <laughs> Very good, guys. And I think we, if we found someone uh, out there who could maybe source some things for us, we need a sourcer. We're in the market for a sourcer. I thought I was good at it. Apparently, I'm not. I'm not good at it at all. Really bad at it, actually. Um, but you know, we have a five hundred dollar budget. Let us know if you're interested. Beautiful. Dylan, give him that standing ovation. Standing ovation for the whole episode, I would say. Yeah, uh, I think this know. is actually kind of a heater, believe it or not. Yeah, we're throwing fastballs. Uh, 
I, I can already tell the nation's going to fucking adore this episode. It's it's just really spectacular. James Franco, Seth Rogen, you were a little quiet on this episode, but thank <laughs> you for joining us. We're really excited for our guests next week. You're just going to have to tune in to see who they are. And as always, stay scheming and stay dreaming. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, make some more perks. Now an open screw, sword today with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. That was a headgum podcast.